Here in the studio with us today is Mr. Todd Yoey. Mike, good to be back with you today. Uh, of course, it is Friday of spring break week, which means our spring break is almost over. But this has been a weird spring break for us anyway because of the school closure and uh, the time that we have been off school. And so uh, today I just want to give people as much update as I can on uh, the school's response to the COVID-19 pandemic and things that, that we've been working on. And we get new information, uh, seems like every day, but at least on a weekly basis, we're getting updates. And so a lot to share uh, today. So as of the taping of this show, schools in Ohio are still scheduled uh, to return to normal operations uh, on April 6th, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, we still are under the original order uh, from the governor, which uh, had us off of school, closed for three weeks. And mm -hmm. Uh, there's been no change to that to this point. I think most of us believe that uh, that it uh, that it will, uh, uh, you know, be changed and that we'll get a decision from Governor DeWine to extend the school closure order, uh, perhaps for the remainder of the 2019-20 uh, school year. But it's important for people right now to know mm -hmm. that we're still under that original order, which means we're scheduled to go back to school on April 6th. And the reason why that's important is because we're, we're, we're getting a lot of questions right now um, about seniors graduating, mm -hmm. uh, about a graduation ceremony, mm -hmm. uh, about prom, about spring sports, and other spring activities that are just a traditional part uh, of the school district. And we cannot answer many of those questions right now. It would be irresponsible for us to announce plans for graduation because right now we're still scheduled to go back to school uh, on April 6th. Uh, but once a decision is made on whether schools will remain closed, then we can start informing people uh, on those plans. But I do have a message for our seniors, and I know that's important to you uh, because, because you have a senior. Uh, and that is that I can assure our seniors that regardless of what happens, if we go back to school this spring or if we're out for the remainder of the year, uh, our seniors are going to graduate on time. Yay. So it may it may look different than what it has in past years, but uh, <coughs> but our seniors will be graduating on time and receiving their diplomas so that they can go out and uh know enter the world of work or uh, go to college or the military or whatever uh, their, their post uh, high school plans are so uh, would you know people just need to be patient right now on some of those decisions uh, you know we're waiting on the governor to announce a decision on whether we'll be back in session or not I think we all believe we're going to be out longer mm. uh, if not the rest of the school year at least several weeks several weeks longer and there's not that much of the school year left so it would make some sense that we would just be out the rest of the 1920 school year uh, but until we get that word uh, it's you know it's hard to answer those questions for people because we don't want to have to backtrack on on things that we're telling people so in, in your gut Todd do you think that the next announcement will definitively answer the school ending well, I, I was real as as a school superintendent, and I know my colleagues across the state share in this as well because I've been, you know, in conversations with many of them. Uh, we we really hope that that decision maybe comes today, mm -hmm. and that there's an announcement made on that. Uh, I, I'm not sure 
why there hasn't been um, because other orders that have come from the governor's office would indicate that schools are going to be closed. So I'll give you an example of that. So the governor announced that uh, daycares uh, are closed until April 30th, mm-hmm. uh, and except for essential essential uh, people who need babysitting. But so it's hard for me to imagine that the governor would close daycares until April 30th and permit schools to come back in session on April 6th. Right. So you, I think we can read into uh, some of the other orders that the governor has issued. But as we sit here taping this right now, uh, maybe there's an announcement that comes out afterwards. But as we're sitting here taping this, uh, we're still scheduled to be back in session. Ohio schools are still scheduled to be back in session and, on April 6th. And folks, it, when that announcement comes out, whether it's... Uh extending or we're going back you'll come in the studio and give the update yeah we'll come in the studio and we'll communicate you know uh everything that we know to that point we've been planning for the extended closure and you know we've been honestly been planning to be out the rest of the school year so we've been those plans have been happening we just don't want to announce any of those things right now because we don't want you know we don't like i said we don't want to have to backtrack uh, on those deceit on those decisions but i want people to know you know we're we're aware we just can't act as if we're going to be out right now because that's that's not the position we find ourselves in so that's why we're hoping that announcement comes soon uh, if not today you know maybe over the weekend uh, because it just will allow us to go ahead with the things that we're planning and, and that way everybody gets informed and people can be prepared for it mm-hmm. uh, uh, just some reminders uh, in case uh, you're not aware of it. Our food pickups uh, will continue on a weekly basis uh, on Tuesdays from 4 to 5.30 p.m. at Barry Intermediate School. And then again on Fridays of every week from 11.30 or excuse me, from 11 uh, a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Countryside Y. Um, that, that food is designated for those students and families in need. Uh, I want to thank all of our volunteers. I want to thank Joshua's Place and all the individuals and organizations uh, who continue to make donations towards that. We're at about 10,000 meals uh, a week that that we're providing. And, uh, you know, I know that's going a long way in helping many of our families uh, make it through, um, you know, their loss of jobs and being able to feed uh, their kids mm-hmm. uh, and other family members at home. So uh, we're glad that we're, we're able to to uh, keep that going. That was a high priority for us uh, from from day one. Also, uh, the Ohio High School Athletic Association announced this week that all winter sports tournaments have now been canceled. Uh, that's a heartbreaking uh, decision, especially for our winter sports teams, boys and girls basketball, who uh, uh, you know, um, didn't get to see their seasons extended at all. We had six wrestlers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going to the state tournament, and their season is now uh, over. And uh, it's it's kind of a weird uh, season uh, because there will be no state champion in girls or boys basketball. There'll be no state champions in, in wrestling. And so I guess this is going to be the trivia question. Yeah, they, right. Years yeah, I was now. just going to say <laughs> in, in the in the record books, there'll be a big asterisk uh, beside there. And, you know, th- think about that debate for the next 
you know, 25, 50 years, who would have been state champion? Yeah. Yes, who would have been state champion? And people would be able to say, you know, I was on that team that <laughs> we would have won the state if we'd have been able to go. Yep. And, uh, but, but, you know, that's unfortunate for our student athletes and the fans as well uh, and parents who put in a lot of time and effort and work, not only, you know, their senior season, but – you all know, just all those up. years building up to yeah. that and, uh, you know, to sort of have that yanked away uh, from them to complete their uh, their winter sports season, particularly, again, our senior uh, student athletes. You know, that's, it's just a real shame. But uh, certainly I think it was the right decision uh, by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. You know, we're so far into the spring right now to have those tournaments. That doesn't make it a lot of sense. Uh, they have not made an announcement yet about spring right. sports. Uh, right now, the uh, spring sports season uh, is still scheduled to resume whenever we resume school. And that's also one of those decisions mm -hmm. that the Ohio High School Athletic Association cannot announce right now because, again, schools are set to go back on April 6th. Yep. And so it's kind of tied the hands of the association as well in being able to announce that. But certainly if and when that announcement comes, I'm sure that they'll make an announcement about uh, canceling the spring sports season uh, as well. The uh, uh, one thing in addition to that is uh, to remind people that uh, because of the spring sports season still uh, hanging out there uh, as possibly taking place, our athletic facilities remain closed. Uh, so all of our indoor and outdoor athletic facilities are closed as well as all of our other buildings uh, in the school district. And that's a, an order from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. So we just need people to, uh, to stay out of our athletic facilities, including the football field and track. And we've been announcing that. I've announced it here on this show several times and, and people, are, uh, people are abiding by that. So we just wanna thank everybody for their cooperation uh, in helping us to uh, uh, to stay, you know, within the guidelines of the Ohio High School Athletic Association and helping our athletes protect their eligibility. Talking about the school in general, I, I noticed some activity in the locker rooms over there. Is the update still continuing to happen at the school despite the close down? When when you say update, what do you mean? I think they were redoing the locker room or something for the football team. Oh yes, so there is some uh, construction work that's happening. Uh, and that, you know, those are uh, areas where there are no other people other than the contractors. Right. And so the, the, the decision to halt that work would be up to the contractor, mm -hmm. the individual contractors. And, you know, the, they are, you know, we've been in there. They are practicing, you know, working in separate areas of the building so that don't have people, you know, working in the same area. Uh, and I don't know as time goes on if the if the cases increase or maybe if they have if they end up having a an employee who tests positive, perhaps they would shut that work down. Um, but at this point, that work does uh, does continue. Yeah, my main thought is when we do come back, they're coming back to something a little bit newer or something. Obviously, that uh, kind of closes the chapter on the corona, and now we're looking well, to the yeah. future. Let's hope there'll be a lot of closing the chapters, mm -hmm. uh, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So uh, our next big step here in the district uh, is next Monday, uh, because next Monday we return to learning for this school year. And we're going to do that through the use of online instructional guidance. 
and people have been receiving some information here over the course of the last few days uh, with some details about what that's going to look like. There'll be some information coming out today as well. Um, and, you know, we, we need students and parents to understand that using an online environment uh, in this way for instruction is new for all of us you know we've been doing we've been using online uh, resources as a supplement to our classroom instruction uh, but you know we've never really used online content delivery as the sole uh, instruction for students uh, so it's new for our students it's new for our teachers and it's new for parents uh, and it's going to take all of us some time to make that adjustment. Um, it will be good. Um, and every day it will move towards being better. But it will never be perfect. Mm -hmm. And we shouldn't expect it to be perfect. Um, and so we ask for patience and help during this period of adjustment. And... The period of adjustment for us, we think, is is going to be the next two weeks, uh, because uh, we've we've had our staff in. If you recall that uh, uh, Friday after the announcement, uh, our teachers planned for this coming week and the following week uh, with materials and resources and what that will look like, and so we'll be using the next two weeks, you know, to to tweak and make adjustments and fine tune what the program looks like. But we just need people to, to be patient and flexible with that and understand that uh, we know there are going to be some things and some issues that crop up that we're going to have to to deal with and make better for people. Now, if I'm 14, 15 years old out there and I'm thinking, hey, look, if they cancel school, I don't have to do all this online stuff. Speak to that. Uh, I, I will speak to it. Uh, and... Um, uh, and I'll speak to it when I when I get to the part about grading okay. and, and, and grades. Uh, and so uh, people need to know that the online experience will be different from what we do in classrooms. Um, our goal is to continue learning for students through activities, through self-paced lessons, uh, through the issuance of challenges. Uh, reading and writing, uh, and other guided experiences that will be uh, prepared for them from their teachers. Uh, we want parents to know that their child will not be in front of a device for hours a day. Uh, in fact, screen time is limited. You know, we, we've placed some limitations on screen time. Uh, and, you know, that, that, that varies based on the age uh, of the child, but I'll give you an example of that. So for uh, students in grades K-3, we're not expecting anything more than about an hour a day. Uh, and then it, it increases a little bit up to high school, which is about two hours a day. So this isn't something where, where, where kids are going to be on, on screen time for six, seven hours a day, and at least not doing schoolwork. <laughs> they may be on there <laughs> for some other reasons, but uh, there, there aren't those types uh, of expectations. Uh, and so there is information out there about borrowing Chromebooks. Uh, if you need to borrow a device, uh, please understand that those devices are limited uh, for us. But we really, if you have a device in your home, uh, then and if you have uh, 
let's say, uh, two or three students, you should be able to, you know, accomplish what needs to be accomplished with that one device. Now, if there's a parent needing to use that device for their work as well, then that might be a little bit more of a struggle, and we can accommodate that with a borrowed Chromebook. Um, if you have more kids than that, you know, then it might make some sense to have two devices, maybe your home device and one borrowed from the school. Uh, and of course, if you have several kids, then you may need a couple Chromebooks borrowed from the school. But in most cases, one device shared amongst the kids is going to be is going to get uh, be fine and get you through that. And it can be any device; it does not have to be a Chromebook. Uh, anything, yeah, it can, it can be a phone. It can be you know anything that you can access the internet with uh, is going to work for you. And, and again, that guidance is out there. Um, we know you asked about about uh, mm -hmm. you know doing the work. So <laughs> yeah. we know students are, are stressed about grades, and uh, we've had some uh, parents contact us. We've actually had some some students contact us as well. And I know there's been some social media uh, conversation uh, regarding this. Um, but we are eliminating that stress for students um, by uh, announcing that all fourth quarter work is going to be pass fail. It's not going to be A, B, C, D, F. Do the uh, work, you pass. Yep, you, you do the work, complete the work, you pass the work. And uh, and so hopefully that sort of eliminates that, you know, oh, my gosh, what about grades? And what if I, you know, what if I can't keep up with the technology piece of this? Or what if the, you know, our Internet goes down and those types of things? And, and you know, those things will happen and, and, and we'll address those. Uh, so everything K-12, pre-K-12 is going to be pass-fail for the fourth quarter. What we haven't figured out yet, we're working on it, but we don't have a, a we haven't finalized how we're going to determine the final grade in a course. So it's going to be, you know, uh, we, we were finished with third quarter mm -hmm. when, when, we, when the closure was issued. So we have third quarter in the books. So we'll have to merge somehow third quarter and then the pass fail of the fourth quarter to issue a final grade. Uh, but, you know, I'll let, I'll let our kids know and our parents know that whatever that final decision looks like it's going to be in the best interest of our kids it, it's, it's going to yeah, default sure. it's going to mm -hmm. default to the, the kids the yes exactly uh and so and so we know that uh and uh you know in everything that we're doing right now the plan is just to do uh what's in the best interest of kids uh and and we'll make sure we communicate that you know how we're determining those final grades we'll make sure we communicate it uh, once we have it finalized but our uh, curriculum director mark grayler uh made a great video uh for people to take a look at that's being shared in a lot of uh, ways and uh you're going to hear the audio of it right now hello lebanon families this is mark grayler i serve the district as the director of curriculum and instruction and i'd like to share some information with you about how lebanon's remote learning program will begin and grow in the coming weeks Teachers work together on Friday, March 20th to prepare two weeks of activities and lessons for students. We view these next two weeks as a time for students, families, and teachers to learn how remote learning will work. It seems now that we will likely be out of school for longer than originally expected, and teachers will be continuing to plan and provide activities and lessons to support student learning and growth while they're at home. 
I'd like everyone to keep some items in mind as we all start to work with a very new learning structure. First, patience and flexibility will be important. Our goal will be to provide activities and lessons for a week at a time with suggested schedules for completion. You should feel free to modify those schedules to fit your family's needs. Second, how long should students be engaged with the activities and lessons we've prepared? We've designed the activities for the next two weeks to fit generally into these guidelines. Some additional time may be needed for junior high students in world language or health classes and high school students in AP classes. As we continue with remote learning, we may Third, need to adjust these. You guidelines. should not be worried about grades. We want students and you focused on completion of the learning activities prepared by our staff. All courses for all grade levels will be assessed as pass-fail for the fourth quarter. Students will pass if they do the work. Discussions about issuing second semester credit for students in high school courses are ongoing, and we'll communicate those decisions as soon as we have them. Fourth, having a schedule for the day is really helpful. School provides a predictable structure for students, and replicating that structure at home can be beneficial. Plan ahead with your students for the daily activities they want to do and the daily activities you need them to do. There's likely enough time for everything to fit. Last, our entire staff is available during this time and the same network that supported your student and family earlier this year is still there. Teachers who work with your student will have daily published office hours and we will respond to emails within 24 hours on school days. Intervention specialists and related service providers will continue to communicate with families of students with disabilities, and English language instructors will continue to communicate with families of English language learners. While we're all staying at home, the mental health of your family is more important than academic growth, and what students experience while they're at home during this pandemic will be what they remember. We want students to stay engaged while at home, but when we're back to school, we'll meet students where they are and make any necessary course corrections to support them, just like we always do. We're experts at it. All right, thanks again to our curriculum director, Mark Grayler, who uh, produced that uh, video and put it together. I think that uh, helps answer a lot of questions for our kids about the uh, online learning experience. Uh, we did have some action in the General Assembly uh, this week uh, they, as they passed House Bill 197. It's expected that Governor DeWine uh, will sign it uh, today, uh, and it's in response to the COVID-19 public health crisis. And there are, uh, are several things in House Bill 197, but uh, there are uh, a few important education-related uh, changes that I want to communicate to people. Uh, and the ones that most concern our kids uh, in House Bill 197 uh, are the following. So uh, state and federal testing for the 2019-20 school year has been eliminated. So there'll be no end of course exams, state testing, standardized testing, uh, and so on for 19-20. Uh, so that's all been eliminated. As a result of that, they also have eliminated the state report card for the 2019-2020 school year because the data that are on the state report card is derived from those state tests. So if you don't do the test, you can't really do the report card. Uh, it also waives the third grade reading guarantee retention uh, program that we have in our state. 
which means that it's really up to the school district now uh, to decide if there are any third grade students that should be retained. And all the third grade teachers said, <laughs> <laughs> "Well, yeah, not in our district. Uh, you know, we we we, we have a, a it's tough. Yeah, we've yeah. only in the last few years, I think we've only had one or two uh, third grade students that uh, have not been promoted based on teachers uh, do a great third job. Grade, but yeah, they they do an awesome job. But that third grade reading guarantee uh, has been waived uh, for this school year. Uh, it also permits schools to grant high school diplomas to students who were on track to graduate mm -hmm. prior to the closure. So um, if you're a senior and you were on track to graduate, you're going to graduate, uh, w w which is good. And so, uh, you know, there'll need to be some decisions made there, maybe about a handful of students uh, who perhaps uh, weren't on track to graduate, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make sure we get uh, things taken care of for those students. But for most of our seniors, no worry about, you know, where you were at uh, when this when this uh, happened, uh, you're going to get your diploma. If a senior was kind of on the verge, maybe not of passing or whatever, you said that obviously it's going to go toward their favor. Is there a way for that senior to contact the school and say, hey, look, I'll do a little extra or whatever to help? I don't know if it's. I don't know if there, if there's a requirement for them to do anything extra if they were on track to graduate, hmm. which in my mind means if they if it was uh, if they were in the bubble, mm -hmm. they were probably on track. Mm -hmm. uh, and I only say that because you know we work really hard with those kids. I mean, there are always kids on the bubble, whether we're in in session or not, and so we work really hard with those kids. Uh, to get them what they need to graduate. And sometimes it's just a little bit over the line, <laughs> but we get them there yeah. uh, and they're able to graduate. And so, uh, you know, I think those kids will be just fine uh, Good. with this. Uh, you may have heard all the, uh, you know, debate about the Ed Choice uh, scholarship. So, uh, you know, that was in the General Assembly at the time of this uh, happening, there were some bills uh, that were introduced and it actually was in conference committee, meaning that both houses uh, had uh, people at the table sort of hammering out what the details of Ed Choice might look like moving forward. Well, they've frozen that. So that discussion has stopped. They're just freezing Ed Choice eligibility at what it was mm -hmm. for the 1920 school year, which means there'll be no schools added to the Ed Choice list, there'll be no schools removed. We'll just we're just going to give it a one, you know, at least a one-year uh, freeze uh, for that to continue. Uh, those are really the the education-related uh, components of House Bill 197. Uh, there is one that uh, impacts uh, our school levy, the issue nine, which of course has been the vote on that has been delayed uh, with the primary election. Uh, and so our General Assembly set April 28th as the final day for voting. So April 28th, about a month, today's the 27th, so about a month from today. So you still have a month uh, to vote. Um, and uh, it also uh, it prohibits in-person voting for the election. So if you want to vote in the primary, you need to request uh uh, uh, absentee ballot to uh, to be able to cast your vote. I think a lot of people have done that already. And where do you get those? Uh, you can go online to the Warren County Board of uh, 
election and request an absentee uh, ballot and they'll mail it to you and then you just send it back. I think they also have a drop-off box outside of the Board of Elections that you can drop them off there. Uh, but, but again, sets April 28th as the final day of voting uh, in the primary election and it prohibits in-person voting for that election. So I'm, I'm guessing that that means there will not be poll lo- polling locations because if you can't have anybody right. showing up to vote, you're not going to... Uh, and so uh, that's all of the up- updates that I have uh, at this point. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to track things as they happen and, and, and report out on them. Uh, you know, we, we feel it's part of our responsibility to, to keep uh, our students and parents and community informed about the impact of this on the Lebanon City School District and our responses to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we just like i said uh you know our normal course of decision making is to do what's in the best interest of kids and uh you know we're continuing that through through this pandemic well todd we appreciate you coming by the studio please feel free to stop back by and give us an update on let's talk thanks for coming in all right appreciate it mike thanks